Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the B-Team Podcast. As always, they are live on the Jackrabbit Illustrated Facebook and Twitter. We are also live on the FCS Fans Nation YouTube for the fans, by the fans. Beyond that, you can catch the show if you don't catch it live anywhere you get your favorite podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere in between. As always, the B-Team is brought to you by our title sponsor, Kubota Dealers of South Dakota. If you need a tractor, utility vehicle, construction equipment, zero-turn motors, parts, service, and more, there's always a Kubota dealer near you with eight locations across the great state of South Dakota. Stop in today and get yourself into some orange equipment. We would also like to take a moment to thank our segment sponsors, Culver's, Brookings and Watertown, Jackrabbit Central, and Cubby's Sports Bar and Grill. And now, B-Team Mafia, the time's arrived. Here, Ben, Chad, and Brendan. All right, folks, welcome back to the B-Team. What's shaking, B-Team Mafia? Thanks for joining us. And we are on time tonight. Huh? No, no comments about us being on time. Nobody says shit then. What was this? Yeah, we're on time yeah. on the button. And, hey, uh, kudos to Ben for showing up on time. Yeah. But we, as we learned last week, he's obviously the man because he just shows up and goes, and you and I sit here for half an hour and get our minds right. <laughs> right. To be able to do that is seriously impressive. I have to sit and get in the right headspace. Um, ben says, uh, since it's my birthday – uh, it's the perfect show for the headphones. I will not fight that. I think it should be more than a one show punishment. So, because I'm going to try to do it more than once to you probably. So that's, that's in your court. So let's just talk about this for a second. <laughs> it's you get He's even. Afraid. That's what I'm hearing. You I'm get hearing even, fear. you don't go over the top. There's no reason to go over the top. You just get even. So well, really? just cool your cool your jets <laughs> on your plans there. I feel like someone's not feeling too good about his picks. Well, I'm not. Um, didn't do great <laughs> this week. Uh, we will recap those later. But, yeah. Um, no, we're not two minutes tardy. No. The intro starts at 8 o'clock. Yes. Or 8.30. Yes. So pay attention. Please. Thank you. <laughs> and I am rocking new hotness for a computer setup. Not that anybody watching cares, but. Shout out to my boy, Dakota Mayhem, for helping me out. Uh, Stud hooked me up with computer stuff, and uh, it's awesome. I got my two screens going. I actually got the Jacks game on the right side. You guys on the left side, my computer's not melting down. So I got a leg up on Alex, I guess. <laughs> I guess I got to yeah. re re refigure that and talk to him about that. <laughs> yeah, Because this, uh, this laptop of mine is not doing well. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. This thing's sick. Oh, very funny. Uh, my wife says, oh, it's your birthday? Oh, no. Happy birthday. Yeah, she's been <laughs> pouring it on all day. I'm very much a it's just another day uh, dude guy, and uh, that's I am about dead. it. So, um, Who takes the day off on their birthday? She loves we, celebrating. So, Can we talk about this for a second? With that trash showing from Lidke on the beer pong table on Saturday. You know, <laughs> it was a trash showing for me. Um you know, if if my name was Troy Fitzhugh, then I probably would consider that an average performance. Um, you know, he had a <laughs> above and beyond performance that's not indicative of his normal success. So I I understand him I mean, being excited. 
he did have a really good partner, so he's got that. He has yeah, for yeah, he had a one one hop one leg down there. Uh, do I sound <laughs> like I'm shouting? I feel like I'm shouting. Am I shouting? Am I really no, it's low? not bad. No, okay. we just need a little Lots sound cancellation in there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm only going to be in here for so long because this is going to be the baby's room. So. Hey, there hey. You go. Yeah. So, and any more you're, to share you're not gonna that, you're not gonna continue to do it when the baby's <laughs> gonna, in there just like whisper thanks for joining us on another hour of jackrabbit football <laughs> <laughs> i like it all right well let's get to the game that happened it was youngstown state um they you know, we talked about they're going to throw the kitchen sink at us. Uh, we talked about how we've had problems there in the past. And, man, did we take care of business. Wrong, um, wrong, wrong, wrong. We, wrong, we wrong, talked wrong, about wrong. how <laughs> motivated the defense would be because Jimmy didn't list a defensive player of the week last week. And, yeah, they were motivated. Um, they played extremely well. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, awesome game all around, especially for the defense, but even the offense. I mean, it was fun to watch uh, a game plan. <laughs> Are you good over there? Jeez, it's this guy's birthday, and he thinks he can just cough right into the mic. Um, uh, I, I muted him quick. I think he muted himself. <laughs> anyway. Um, anyway, uh, it was fun to watch a game where we clearly had a game plan to air out the ball a bit. Uh, we we saw that I think we clearly saw that they would sell out, stop the run, and that they have a better run defense and a pass defense. And Mark did his thing. He balled out. Uh, Jaden Yankee balled out. Griffin Wildy balled out. Um, yeah, so that was fun to watch the the passing offense, especially the just stepping on the throat right out right out of halftime. Uh, what were we up twenty? 20 to zero at that time, I think, and just took a deep shot and, uh, yeah, did the little penguin dance in the end zone. Um, which I don't know. Some people are angry about it. Um, my, my uncle Dean's going to listen to this and he was really angry about it. Um, and I disagree. I, I think, I think it was a fun thing. Like it wasn't, I don't know. I, I mean, I've, there have been celebrations before where I was like, geez, you know, let's cool it. But it was just a fun little thing. I don't know. I, like, I, you know, we talked about earlier, if you're okay with horns down, then you should be okay with the penguin dance. So, Agreed. Exactly. I think uh, it probably stings more and stands out more because it's specifically about their mascot. So a um, little more personal there. I get it. If I was a Youngstown State fan, I'd probably be like, F these guys too. I get it. But if as an SDSU fan, you love doing this baby mm-hmm. all the time in NDSU fans' faces, and we all do. It's not really any different. I, nope. It's just not, and it, it's okay. It's fine. And like yeah. Jim Poppinson says, Davidson did the same thing when he scored uh, versus Ohio State. So, um, yeah, I mean, and yeah, and the the thing at SIU, we all love that. Um, the team just has an edge to it, man, and sometimes it's going to do things that make us more old school, old school people feel a little uncomfortable with it. Right. And, and I think okay. it, it goes along with, okay. uh, with having a, a team with an edge and an attitude and a younger coach that 
is maybe going to embrace that kind of thing more than than telling them to knock it off. Um, just because it, I mean, it. You hear the term "players coach" thrown around a lot, but I think Jimmy really is that, and I think that he really wants to, uh, you know, go with what the guys want. And he, you know, he's cl- clearly shown that, you know, from even a penalty standpoint, that he said it in comments. He's like, "Hey, that's just how we play," and and because of that, we're going to get some penalties because of it. And and he's okay with it if it's you know in in the process of the game. Um, and so I think he wants his team to have an edge and have an attitude and have that, that feeling that, yeah, we're, we're in your face. We're better than you. We're going to win and we're going to, we're going to stomp on you and we're going to show you. Um, that's just something that we haven't had before, but I think a Jimmy coach team is going to have. Yeah. Um, you know, with this year's team, uh, it's not going to kill the team, but you know, we'll see in the future. Um, you, you, but right. <clears throat> needed that edge to get over the hump. I mean, this didn't start with Jimmy's team. This no. started last year's team. I right. mean, we talked about all your please, Yankee Scott. We're begging you stop doing the bow and arrow on first downs. We've <laughs> 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 seen a fifteen yard before. Yeah. They obviously aren't going to listen to us. We're just some schmucks behind a microphone. But well, at least I'm a schmuck behind a microphone. I won't speak for you guys, but. Um, like you know it's just part of the team you know part part of their attitude and there's a fine line between going overboard um you know jimmy wasn't thrilled with the penalties this week you know it's are are they controllable penalties or are they blocking through the whistle you know you're gonna get a hold once in a while or a face mask because you're playing 100 miles an hour that happens it's just the whole deal there i mean yeah, I mean, and and there were some untimely penalties, especially early in that game, that kind of held us back. Uh, one resulted in a field goal. Um, the other one, I think we overcame and scored a touchdown anyway, but put us in a bad, I think it was like first and goal from the 15. Um, and so you just got to avoid that type of stuff. Um, hey, Brendan, your new keyboard? Keyboard is, uh, really loud. Really loud. Is it loud? Really loud. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's like you got a purposely one of the old school IBM I, PS2s. I, I had a cheap Bluetooth one, so that is my bad. I will uh, mute my mic next time I'm typing. <laughs> Enhance. 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 Oh, boy. It doesn't work. You know, I'm just I'm, trying trying to do ASMR stuff here like Troy wanted. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, anyway. the false starts are troubling. What? What's crazy to me is how many some of our best guys get. Like, why? Uh, you've been playing in this system for six years. You want to be in the NFL. Don't do this false starts, guys. Like, I, I don't know if it's an audio thing, you know, not being able to hear something. I, I really don't know what it is with the way we do the clap. But, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, um, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, obviously, Jackson Yankee was out, and uh, Marcus Preston was out. Hopefully, those aren't too long-term of injuries. Um, obviously, we showed that we've got some depth, and we're okay. Uh, wow. Yeah, skip past that comment. Whoops. Um, <laughs> I, for- I haven't seen that website in a really long time, the name, so I forgot uh... what I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, th- I thought he had a picture of him. I thought he had a picture of himself he was trying to enhance. I don't know. Anyway, 
Uh, yeah, back to what I was saying. Jackson Yankee, hopefully that injury is short-term, um, but it's a little concerning uh, because he's a huge player for us. And when both Yankees yeah. are on the field, really hard to stop. Um, yeah, but overall, I mean, you can't you can't be too uh, too angry about a game where they scored zero points and we scored 34. Uh, Alex says, Jimmy said, Yankee, Jackson Yankee will be back this week in his post-game presser. Well, that's good to hear, mm-hmm. uh, which is awesome, especially with senior senior day coming up, um, which if you haven't bought a ticket for this game yet, uh, number one, try to get one. Number two, if you do want to go find a season ticket holder, if you're not one, because I think some season ticket holders got a couple tickets that they can give to a friend and uh, outside of that, um, uh, there was also an offer where you can buy tickets for $10. So um, plenty of ways to get to this game. Plus the veterans, yes. um, the veterans I think can get to up to four tickets for free. Um, so yeah, definitely get to this game, honor those seniors. I mean, obviously we'll have more home games in the playoffs, um, but you know, it's, it's the, the game that we're, and it's military appreciation on the military. Um, so, yeah. And the other thing is it's a late season game that looks like the weather is going to be pretty nice. Yeah. It's going to be like what? 58 degrees or something to kick off. Yeah. I can't imagine if you don't have anything else, you absolutely have to. And you're a big time F- SDSU fan. You, you got no excuse not to come to this game. Let's, 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 Finish out the season and sell out the Dana again, man. That's these guys sure. deserve it. And look, we're probably going back if we play our cards right. Let's yep. let's let's do this right. Right. Alex says bleacher bum twenty three is the public code available now for ten tickets. So all caps. Yep, all caps for bleacher bum twenty three. Uh. Yeah, definitely get get tickets to that. Um, any final thoughts on the Youngstown State game? Um, yes. Uh, the other one I was going to mention is Dustman looked good, except for on that. I didn't really see what happened on that that forty seven yarder, which I mean, the distance isn't usually was, a concern yeah. for him. Yeah, I don't know if was it into the wind. I, I couldn't really it was tell. A crosswind that pushed it. But interesting. Um, but other than that, he looked really good. Um, yeah, you said you had some other comments on it? Yeah, just with Mark. Um, you know, there's been certain people, Kyler, um, who, <laughs> um, I'm just I'm kidding. Um, I think Kyler annoys me because he's like the way I would be if I was an Eastern Washington fan. He reminds me too much of myself. Um, but it's, uh, he's a good dude. Um, you know, this game, I'm not saying – saying that Mark had to carry the team or anything like that. But this game does not go as smoothly if we don't have a not just effective, but very effective passing game. And, I mean, he spread the ball out to like 10 or 12 different receivers. Um, you know, the, the run game really opened up after we started gashing them through the air. I think the first, what, three or four touchdowns were all passing touchdowns, which – Normally we don't, it's not necessarily, we had to this game, but that was more the game plan because of the way Youngstown's defense plays. And I mean, he did an incredible job of, um, you know, I mean, he was on the button all day. Mm -hmm. So that was a lot of, a lot of fun to watch, letting them 
getting him to be able to air it out a little bit, get the receivers some love, a lot of receivers involved, tight ends involved. So that's all I wanted to shout out because on this next game, <laughs> Devin Ryan are probably going to be mad at me when I talk about this next game, but that's okay. They're, if they're not mad at me, then um, we have close games like Southern Illinois, so that's okay. Uh, Deb did make sure make sure to show you that Ryan was oh, not shit. giving you crap about picking, picking against the game. SDSU. It was so great. That was awesome. Ryan, you give me a hard time whenever you want, man. I can take it. Especially if SDSU is winning. Especially if SDSU is winning. Yeah. Especially when it's uh, whooping like 34 to 0. Yeah. It, and the other thing is just, God, this defense is so good. Mm-hmm. It's so good. It's, I mean, they're giving up, what, 10 points per game in the conference or something and something absurd like that. Yeah. And, I mean, I, it's been talked about a lot, but just the, the depth that we have is insane. Just the, the line changes that they run in and out, keeping guys fresh. And, I mean, I thought our defensive line was deep already. And then we had guys making sacks in that game that I didn't even know were on our team, honestly. Um, I mean, there were there were guys that haven't played a lot of a lot of downs that were getting in there and getting getting in the backfield. So, um, yeah, it was just it was huge. Uh, and and our defense is just, you know, they say defense wins championships. And uh, I mean, it, this defense could carry us to a championship um, even without like our offense is very, very good. Um, this defense could take a not as good offense and still win a ton of games. Um, it's that good and it's that well coached and it's that deep. So it's, it's just so fun to watch. And they're so good against the pass. Like mm. for the last couple of years, it feels like a lot of t- times people would say, well, they're good against the run, but, they're kind of sketchy against the pass. They're giving up 166 pass yards a game. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> what? Yeah. Um, it's incredible. Um, Joe Christian says they better work on defending hurry up offenses. I don't, um, I, I guess. I don't know. I mean, that's that's when YSU had some of their success. But I think running that. But yeah, and he's talking about like that dink and dunk stuff they were starting to yeah. do. But that's yeah. also part of Jimmy's game plan, too, mm-hmm. is that. He's not going to let you get over the top, and they did almost get over the top on a, on a two or three throws, yeah. and I think he wanted to make sure that that did not happen. And you're going to give up some of that under, underneath stuff, um, but you got to be okay with that, it's especially when you're up, and that's it takes a lot of time to run an offense like that, um, especially with the clock changes now. And so, mm-hmm. um, it's uh, you know it, it, you'd like to see him get a three and out every every time, but if you're not giving up big plays for touchdowns, it's fine if they get a few first downs. And once and, they get to the red zone, yeah, that opportunity goes away because now that deep That's threat's right. gone. You can close in tight on them. Exactly. And, I mean, <laughs> they gave up like 180 yards passing or something this last game. I don't mm-hmm. think the defense did anything. They honest, I mean, not saying they're infallible and there are things that they need to work on or want to work on. Um, I'm saying that Youngstown State was taking what was there for them, especially when you're up like we were and they're trying to pass down the field to score. Um, our defense is not going to be focused on the flats. They're going to be focused on not giving up a quick touchdown. 
and mm-hmm. that's what happened there. Yeah, and I feel like Jimmy's his early days as a defensive coordinator, he did that a lot, and mm-hmm. we got very, very frustrated by it. I feel like he's evolved yes. to have a combination where he is bend, don't break, but he also does it while getting some pressure, um, where as early in his days, I feel like he didn't t- bring as much pressure as he does now. Um, and so I think yeah, he's, he's in a good spot. But do yeah. you think that was a function of – constraints put on him potentially Maybe. early in his career it's hard to say yeah that's a whole argument of development versus constraints and right all that um i don't know yes and no that's yeah. probably an argument for another yeah. day <laughs> right <laughs> yes and no way to be totally committal on that i'm very committed I'm very committed on that one. And you guys all know I'm I'm so wishy-washy on everything. So <laughs> how's some picks turning out this week, boys? So yeah, should we go ahead and review those picks? Well, you pull um, that up. I want to say thanks to Kubota, um, our title sponsor, Kubota Dealers of South Dakota for helping us out. Um I know I'm going to check them out for some implements. I don't know if they're going to fit on my lawn tractor, but I'm going to give them a whirl about a plow and all that jazz because the snow's about to be coming, folks. So if you need snow blowers or plows or anything like that, tractor to handle excessive snow because it's supposed to be a snowy winter, um, give Kubota a call. Check them out. They got great equipment. Nine nine spots around the state of South Dakota to fill your needs. Nine times. And is it right? Like you can, they have like some crazy financing stuff too, don't they? They do have crazy oh, yeah. financing right now. Just crazy 0% like stuff. 0% type stuff, yeah. yeah. Which I don't know if you've checked interest rates lately, but they're pretty high. Are they high? So, yeah, they're yeah. high. Um, yeah, you can get CDs that give you 6% for three months or five months. Yes. Welcome into the B Team Financial Podcast. <laughs> now we're getting into what I really like to talk about: <laughs> money. <laughs> we'll be discussing CDs uh, and APRs today. So, uh, did Why? not I did not do very well. Um, however, <laughs> I some all that left. extra help from Dan Furman, and I still just I I beat you all. Bring on the world at this point. Yeah, oh. we're gonna have to. I might have to fade Dan Furman from now on. <laughs> no, I was right along board with him. Uh, so it started out with Elon and Richmond. Richmond beat them 38 to 24, covered the spread. Um, yeah, I believed in Elon and they let me down. Uh, Indiana State took care of Western Illinois 27 to 6. Illinois State beat Murray State 44 to 7. They're trying to, uh, Convince the committee that they still deserve to be in the playoffs. Don't know that that's going to work though. Um, Missouri State whooped UNI, which is just kind of crazy. Uh, UNI have been looking really good. It'd be and crazy. It's UNI. They do this now, but do this every year. Or I know, but sloth when you need them. You'd think you'd think they'd learn at some point. I mean, as a UNI fan, I would I would be furious. Like to see this happen over and over and over again, it, it would just be so frustrating to watch. Um, so yeah, now now you and I uh, we'll talk about playoff scenarios later. Um, USD 
barely beat UND 14 to 10, but they did cover the spread. That's the one that hurt me. I needed UND in that one. Um, they were winning until late in the game. And then uh, it's just insane how good Tommy Schuster can look and how bad he can look. Like, it feels ter- like he, it feels like against us, he always looks really, really good. And against USD, he just looked pedestrian. Against anyone, if you take their three games against teams with a pulse, a.k.a. playoff teams, since they won at it against NDSU, they have scored 24 points between SDSU, UNI, and USD. They have scored 24 points total as a team, as, as an offense, I should say, not as a team, because they only scored, you know, you look at that score and you're like, hey, they kept it kind of close. No, not really. Their offense scored three points. And and let's be honest, in the SDSU game, there was some garbage time points scored there. Mm-hmm. Garage. You know, garage time. You're right. Yes, garage time. I got to <laughs> say the appropriate nomenclature, you know. So I'm going to I'm gonna go with that. That was my $5 word for the year. I'll say it how I want, Chad. All right. You do you, boo-boo. <laughs> Ron says you and I need to get rid of Farley. Maybe. Maybe. Um, I mean, there's so much wrong down in you. Who are they going to pay, though? <laughs> yeah. And Can that's come like, up with it, more money. Be careful what you wish for, too. I mean, you could end up like Nebraska and Fire Pellini, and then now you're in no man's land. Well, their athletic department's just a mess. I mean, they got right. wrestling gyms getting condemned and wrestling team wrestling and storage facilities. And- yeah. I don't know, firing. Farley, I think, has actually done an incredible job with the issues the they're situation. facing. Yeah. Yeah, Dustin says here, USD may have the second best defense after SDSU. Their offense just, do- just does enough to win. Maybe that gets in the Frisco. Maybe. I mean, they do. Depends on if they get that huge favorable bracket. It's possible. I mean, they do have a really good defense. Um their offense just seems to, I don't know, like like you said, just does enough. Um, I don't know. It, it looks like they have potential, but then they kind of shoot themselves in the foot sometimes. Um, and I don't know that once they play against some other good teams, I, I don't know that's going to work for them. But we shall see. Um, the other games we got is NDSU took care of Southern Illinois. Uh, 34 to 10 covered easy and then obviously SDSU won 34 to 0 covered easy um I went 3 and 4 Brennan went 5 and 2 computer went 5 and 2 overall I'm 40 and 47 Brennan is 46 and 41 computer is 46 and 32 so I'm six picks behind I feel pretty good about that being ahead um not not ahead of you but being over 500. I feel pretty good about that. It is really good considering we have to pick every single game. Yeah. Yeah. Gonna break my hand, pat myself on the back, but you know what? After the Unikitty headphones, I'm going to, I'm going to pat my back all I want. <laughs> See if I crumble in the playoffs like I did last year. Cause last year I was dominating you in the regular season too. Yeah. That's the thing. We, and I will tell you, we're, we're picking, <laughs> We might be picking a dozen games this this Wednesday. A dozen? Yeah. How are you going to do that? What half, are you trying? You know, this is going to work not, out awesome or terribly for you. 
it's not because I need to come back. It's because yeah, oh, there are no, no, never, <laughs> no, definitely not. It's because mm-hmm. there are that many intriguing games that matter to the playoff picture, and so they're fun to talk oh, about and analyze yeah. and pick, so I can come back. That is an excellent um, cover story. <laughs> um, Dustin, the computer is doing well, but it didn't have to yeah. pick early season games, so that's. Brendan actually has come back a long ways from his early season record because we were we were not doing very good. Um, computer got the advantage of being a computer by starting late because they're never well connected and they always struggle early in the year. You know this, Dustin. Get out of here, Rev. You know that. <laughs> you just, uh, he knows better. He's just being contrarian. <laughs> he's just being a pain in the ass because that's his favorite thing to do. Dustin, we are going to pick... Central Arkansas and Austin P. Um, it, but Jim, it it may cut into my GI segment. That's possible. Um, <laughs> Handel says, then if you lose, will they make you weave a Brendan Kitty ears fat that's, head? That's a punishment oh, wear, for me, not for Ben. Wear say. a Brendan Kitty ears fat head. Uh, yeah, that sounds. I'll, I might no. just. I might just print a Brendan Kitty Ears fat head tonight and have it for the game this weekend. Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> That's a great idea. Oh, Kendall. Kendall. And I even sit in right? the front row on the second level. They would probably be able to see that. All right. Uh, Kendall, note to self. We're not friends anymore. Check. <laughs> why did you do Why? I'm a nice guy. And now I'm a. Uh, Matt's was uh, cheeky and fun. This is evil shenanigans, right? Re- Re- <laughs> Rev's catching a flight. Got to see, or he's going to pay attention to see how to fade Ben. Yes, that is the new name of the segment. Um, yeah. Uh, all right. Anyway, so that's the picks for this week. Uh, Chad, do you have a top 25? Sure do. Just give me a hot second here. I think we're going to peek at the stats. But it's, but it's the stat one, and so it's kind of like, yeah, it's not going to be a nice graphic like, you know, the OGFFN is. So, so and we decided on the stats poll for everybody, not because we love the stats poll or even love the result it puts out. However, um, but it gets, this is what yeah. the committee is going to look at. So this is what we're going to go off of for the ranking for this last week when – we're able to talk about what the seeds might end up being and yada, yada. Correct. So they've got obviously SDSU at number one, Furman at two, Montana at three, Montana state at four and USD at five. Outside of that for Missouri Valley teams, we've got NDSU at nine. We have UND at 13 Southern Illinois at 16, and UNI at 22. And I believe that rounds out. Ah, Youngstown State snuck in there at 25, still hanging on. Um, so that's what we got for Valley teams that are ranked. Um, do you have the Valley standings up by chance, Chad? Valley standings, you got SDSU at top 7 0, USD at 6 and 1, UNI at 5 and 2. Uh, which you and I is in a weird spot. Uh, they're third place in the Valley. However, if they lose this week, they will be six and five and they will not make the playoffs. 
Um, and so they may end up, you know, third place or tied for third place in the Valley and not be in the playoffs, which is just a weird spot for them. Um, but they didn't have a good enough out of conference. Um, then you got four teams tied at four and three. You got NDSU, Illinois State, UND, and Youngstown State. And then you've got Southern Illinois and Missouri State at three and four in the conference, Murray State and Indiana State at one six, and Western Illinois at zero and seven. Should just shut down the program at this point. Um, yeah. NAIA. Wait, Darren said, don't worry, Brennan. Ben's still got a bum leg. No way he's going to haul a fat head around. I will be walking on Saturday. So and he's got children who would carry him. You and Aaron Rodgers, no both. problem. I, I think I think the boys would get a kick out of carrying that in the stadium. <laughs> oh, yeah, so, that's true. <clears throat> I'm going to tell the the security not to let you get away with that. <laughs> they didn't have a problem with bringing the mat fed in? Watch it, no. <laughs> and they took they took a sign away from an NDSU fan who was right next to me. That was a totally innocuous sign. It was about the it was about FFN. It was about FCS Fans Nation. They took it away from. What did it say? I have no idea, but it was innocuous. Yeah. Talking yeah. to the guy, I'm sure it wasn't insulting or anything, but huh. he was really excited to uh, uh, meet Matt and stuff. There, crazy. Yeah. So I'll just uh, I'll just tell him it's a far, it's a it's a fat head of a player. <laughs> and they'll be fine. It's a former player, so that works. The Fathead Wars. Yeah. So, uh, from here, I think we should talk about potential uh, playoff scenarios. We're going to talk about the games in the Valley that will matter this week, um, but we won't pick them and analyze them because we'll do, we be doing that on uh wednesday night uh would you bring up here chad top eight potential seeds, seeds. potential seeds at the end today well that that's the killer that's the kicker if they end yeah they, it's and, tough you know we i know this is not somewhat of a basis it is sort i don't of, even know how much attention really. i want to give this uh, if you if you want a seed scenario, go watch the FCS Fans Nation podcast mm-hmm. from Sunday night. They did a mock playoff pick special, and uh, actually they, I pulled up. Yeah, if you got that pulled up, I could share it. I actually um, screenshotted it. Yeah, I did. Oh, uh, there it is. So. That is what their potential would look like. Um, honestly, the seed-wise here, I uh, I agree with yeah. how that might end up. Um, and they had Montana State beating Montana in the brawl, so that's going to be important. Um, you could see, like, if Montana State loses, I could see then Montana probably is the three. Montana State might drop to, like, a six. But the rest of this, I could see holding fairly well. Eight seed, prob- I'd lean towards Idaho, but I could see him throwing in an Austin P or somebody if they win out um, just for funsies. Um, so, for which for is those, for those that can't see the graphic, right? Uh, they have, and this is so the FCS Fans Nation guys went through and predicted the games that it will occur next week. And so it's dependent on those predictions being correct. Um, but they've got SDSU at number one, and then Furman at two, Montana State at three, 
USD at four, Montana at five, Albany at six, Delaware at seven, and Idaho at, at eight. Right. Sorry, what were so, you saying? Um, Joe Christensen, Christensen has a good question here. Assuming USD wins this week, will they be ranked top four since one of those Montana teams will lose? Um, <clears throat> we got to remember ranking and the committee are two different things. Um, does the committee mirror rankings? Semi, with to a degree, yes, but it's not the same. You're not just going to look at your top 25 and rip down it and go, all right, there we are. There's there's how it's playing out. Um, but I definitely can see USD getting the four seed, if, especially if Montana State loses, um, because they've only got one FCS loss. Is, no matter how you feel about what their record is and how they would stack up against the rest of the top four or five teams in the country, one FCS loss, bunch of ranked wins. Um, Montana State would have three FCS losses at that point, and it's not going to be a point of what well, once you get to three losses, I don't think it matters. You're going to go with the team if they're in similar conferences, which I think power-wise the Missouri Valley and the Big Sky are viewed similarly. So you're going to put the team with one loss over the team with three. That's just – is the way it is. Montana State kind of shot themselves in the foot by losing to Idaho. Um, I've said all year, I think Montana State is going to be the SDSU Jack Rapids of 2021. They're going to end up on the road when they probably shouldn't. I think we all here probably believe they're the number two team in the country. But their resume doesn't say it because they've dropped games they shouldn't. Just is what it is. So, And they had a tough schedule that caused them to drop one of those games. Um so I think um, Darren Amick said, want to avoid that Missouri Valley Invitational that's set up. Aaron. I think that's – or Aaron, sorry. Um, Aaron said, I'd prefer avoiding the Missouri Valley Invitational tournament they have set up on the west side of the bracket. This mm -hmm. west side of the bracket is going to look similar to this. I there will be a Montana school. Flip-flop in the bottom two, though, I mean, potentially. They could get away with that, right? You get away with it, but especially if you take out our disdain for USD, um, I don't think it's going to happen. I just, I don't. Right. I mean, what no, you... I mean, they're too good of a team to be ranked below five for sure. So they're probably four or higher. Well, if you compare Montana's resume and USD's, especially in this scenario um, where they lose to Montana State, so then Montana's got two losses, one of them to right. a bad to mediocre Northern Arizona, and then a loss to. Um, Montana State, which, okay, let's say the loss to Montana State and the loss to SDSU cancel each other out. You're still lost with a bad loss for Montana and no bad losses for USD. You just don't have the argument there. Yeah, I mean, all, all that's – I think USD, as long as they win, I think they're guaranteed a top-four seed, whether they yep. – End up two, three, or four. That's up to the committee. But four would be the worst case for them. They could get a three. I think it's less likely they go two. Um, I think the two either goes to Furman or potential. If Montana wins, maybe Montana. Um, it just uh, it'll be interesting to see if they give Furman the two. Um, it'll really show how much they value strength of schedule. Um, and, you know, you can argue the strength of the schedule ranking all you want, but it is what it is. Um, you know, I, I think 
Alex says here, keep in mind the committee doesn't handpick seeds. It's ranked choice voting amongst members, not with the team up for seed consideration, um, which also should mean that Haslam and Larson don't vote on seeds. Um, you can say that sure, all you want. Sure. Raise your hand after last year and after listening to Haslam's interview with Sam Herder, if you trust the committee to actually act like adults and do this the way they say <laughs> they're doing it. Raise your hand real quick. <laughs> Thank you. Nobody raise their hands if you're listening because I'm sorry. I have no faith in the committee. When Haslam was on an interview a year later after the tomfoolery of UND and everything happening where UND bid higher than Weber, which was like an understood tenant of the playoffs. If you're the first round games, highest bid gets the game unless your facilities are a joke. And then he comes on, well, we just thought Weber deserved a home game, so we gave it to him because they were kind of our ninth team. Like, and, and then he doesn't say like, yeah, maybe we shouldn't have done that or maybe we should have been more clear. He goes on to say, we've done that a couple times. Yeah. What? <laughs> and then you feed everybody this load of horseshit that you're, oh, we're, we do our ranked choice voting. Yeah, shut up. Tell me you aren't talking to each other. Because I look at this, and this is the way the bracket, I think, ends up. Even if Montana State loses, do you think they're going to really drop Montana State to six and have a three and five? Montana three and Montana State at five, so they match up in the quarters. I don't see them allowing that to happen. Well, they wouldn't in that scenario. They would, they would have done six, it to but... us back in the day. But right, that's what I meant, three and six, sorry. So they're going to have Montana State at the five. I'm just telling people, be ready. SDSU, USD, and one of the Montana schools are all going to be on this side of the bracket and possibly Idaho. Yeah, it, it is very possible. I mean, it's, it's very possible that we end up – I mean, it's almost more than possible. It's probable – that we end up with a more difficult side of the bracket than yes. the other side. Um, and a lot of that's due to geography. Um, and a lot of the, some of it's due to just uh, wanting to, I don't know. I, I don't know if they'll want to give us a difficult path, but um, we were, we were talking today about what the most difficult path that they could give us would be. Um, and I think there was consensus that it would be feeding Southern Illinois to us through. No, the, there was not consensus. I never agreed to any of this. Well, you come up with a harder one than this. My scenario, my worst case scenario for SDSU, feeding Southern Illinois to us in the first round, putting NDSU at an eight seed, and then putting. Second round. And then putting uh, Montana State and USD at four and five. And then Montana would be on the other side and potentially in Frisco. That's my opinion. What would be the hardest path for SDSU? What is your opinion? You and I instead of Southern Illinois by mm -hmm. far. Because that, that game that game scares me more. Because if you look at Southern Illinois, and this isn't talking down to Southern Illinois or anything, that was your chance if you're Southern Illinois where it was close. I don't see this team seeing a team come in that was close to them on the road, getting them at home in the playoffs when they're in playoff mode. I don't see that working out as another close game for Southern Illinois. I think that ends up being an SDSU team that wants to prove a point. Um, but um, so I will address this. That is the 
dumbest. Just stop. Um, but <laughs> funny how the Grizz jump up to two. Well, they don't have two losses, so if they win, they have one loss. That's right. right. This yeah. isn't this isn't calculus. Come on, let's be smarter. Um, but it's, um, and it just clarifies so, so, how good the top of the, the the big sky is. Actually, if that happens, right. otherwise, otherwise saying. it's they're all kind of the same. Right. And I don't know what he means, Montana jump, Montana State jumping up too. I think if Montana State loses, they realistically should be a six, seven, or eight. Um, and if they win, they're a three. So that's a pretty good jump. Anyways, my point I was getting at is a Northern Iowa that had a game with a bunch of turnover snowball on them concerns me more. And they won in Brookings in the playoffs in the past. So, anyways, I'm done talking. But I've talked Alex, much. Alex makes a good point that if you and I wins. Bison wouldn't be the eight seed then. Correct. You so, wanted me to pick my hardest route. That's the hardest route. Okay. Well, if you and I gets fed to us, then who's the eight seed that would be the hardest route? Idaho. Okay. Would you? I mean, who? Honestly, I I would rather face NDSU again. Not that I'm not confident about playing Idaho, mm. but I mean, who would you rather face? A very predictable NDSU team who runs an offensive scheme that we are built to block and stop, or an Idaho team we've never played, never seen their schemes before, and knows every one of our players personally and their weaknesses and strengths, <laughs> who's actually loves a top 10 team up until recently. So go ahead and you tell me which one's a harder matchup. I, I really – Trickeration. Yeah. In my opinion, I think it would be NDSU. I think – I think NDSU knows us better than Idaho, even and with Jason that guy at Idaho. Yes, yes. I think I'm. I disagree. I'm, I knows us better That's in terms of take. in terms of no know, knows how to beat us. Like not knows us personally. Obviously, Eck knows us personally better. But I think right. NDSU knows the blueprint more of how to beat us. They played us more. Um, their coaches are used to us. Their players are used to us. Idaho would not be used to the environment they'd be going into. NDSU would. Uh, that's my point. I and, don't know. I mean, and, and I think like, like you were talking about with you and I, the turnovers really screwed NDSU in their game. If you, if yeah. you look back at that game without those turnovers, that would have been a lot closer game. And yeah. I think that, yes, they've had their issues, but I think they have the tools to beat us. If Cam Miller plays a really good game, he can beat us. If he plays like he did in the second half against SIU, they can beat us. Um, whereas, I just don't think Idaho has what it takes to beat us at in Brookings, whereas I think NDSU does. I don't know. I mean, especially when you say, you know, knows us from a familiarity of going against some standpoint. I mean, Jason X been going against Jimmy Rogers defense for four years or so in practice every day. I know. Um, and, and when it comes, I mean, if you want to talk about environment, I mean, they played at Walker's and stuff like that. So I don't think the Dana would intimidate them in any way, or the weather would be a huge factor. It's not like it's cold. No, then again, I thought that about Montana state and apparently snowstorms scare them. So I don't know. <laughs> anyway, let's, fans couldn't get here. Right. Let's move on to uh, the big uh, matchups in the Valley that really determine um, who's going to make it to the playoffs in the Valley. Uh, in my opinion, we get five in minimum seven maximum do you agree with that i would agree with the five max four minimum five. you wait i said five minimum seven max 
Oh, no, we will not get seven. Absolutely not. No I'm saying maximum. We should, we should I, not. Yeah, really I don't think should. it's a maximum. No, I don't think there's any way we get seven. There's no you don't way. think it's way we get six? Maybe six. Maybe. I could be talked into six. I mean, that's going to depend on how things turn out. But I think it'll probably be more of the five, six range than five to seven with North Carolina Central winning or losing, um, getting thrown in the mix. I could still see the committee being stupid enough to put Incarnate Word in, and that would be outrageous to me. Um, that would, that would that's, suck. that's two stolen teams right there. There's two stolen bids right there. Yeah. That I, My point is that we would have seven teams, el, quote unquote, eligible and oh, worthy yeah. of consideration. Okay. And yep. if things played out right where the right teams lost, like the seven would be the absolute max that we would get in. Um, and in my opinion, I think five is the minimum. If things went crazy, maybe only four. But I think yeah. five is much more likely. Six is a possibility. Um, so obviously SDSU. I mean, I I think we could lose this game and still get the one seed, um, if not the two seed at the worst case. Just our resume is that good right now. Even if we would not show up for the game on Saturday, um, USD like we talked about. I mean, they they play Western Illinois and they're gonna yep. win that game and they're gonna get. <sighs> If they lose, though, oh my god, that'd be so fun. After Western, after the way that Western Illinois looked this year, man, and they they would lose a seed. They should lose a seed if they lost to Western Illinois. They They should. They probably drop to a seven eight. Right. Oh, that would be the height of comedy. All they have to do is show up, snap the ball a few times. They're gonna win. Uh, y Town only thinks five max for MVFC, only shot at sixes and random upsets. I kind of disagree with that. But um, so USD obviously is a two, three, or four seed uh, with a win against Western Illinois. So you got two there. Um, there's a couple that, so Southern Illinois plays Indiana State. Yep. They win, they're in. Uh, if they lose, they're probably out. Um, and they could lose. Indiana State's pulled some stuff on people. Agree. Uh, they have Austin P and uh, FBS Northern Illinois as good wins. Um, they really don't have any bad losses except getting whooped by uh, Youngstown State. Um, but They didn't look good at NDSU, and I don't know if that's a good loss losing by that much to them. That's true. Yeah, you're not wrong there. It probably won't be viewed as a bad loss, but right. I don't know if it should be viewed as a good loss either. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, um, then, uh, go ahead. Oh, yeah, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, was... and then you've got Youngstown State. Um, if they beat Murray State, which they should, um, then they'll be on the bubble. Uh, if they lose, they're definitely out. Um, they have that win I just mentioned against Southern Illinois. That's really their only good win. And then they but they also really don't have any bad losses. Um, so I think they'll have an argument. I just think they're a team that's probably going to need a little help uh, to get in. So we've got SDSU, USD, and Southern Illinois likely, and that's three. Youngstown State is eh, maybe. So that's three or four. And then you've got the game between NDSU and Northern Iowa. NDSU wins and they're in. If they lose, they're probably they're on the in. bubble. I think they're in, but 
but it's not a guarantee. It I don't is. think. With I their mean, name, it's a guarantee. They're at seven wins. There's okay, no, with their name, yeah. but Tell not. Tell me one single scenario not, where you see NDSU sitting at home with a seven-four record. Um, just if if the committee was looked at it on a year-by-year basis, which I they've proved that they don't do that. But um, right. if you look at their resume, like what oh, is, what is their argument for getting in? Good losses. Well, well Central Arkansas wins. Um, Next weekend, no. I believe they'll win the Yuck. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then they'd have a win over a conference champion plus a top 15 win against Southern Illinois. And, I mean, it's better than Youngstown's resume. It's better than a lot of middling resumes that are out there hanging on to one good win. That's true. Um, yeah, and they did just beat Southern Illinois, who was a ranked team. So you're probably right. They would probably be in if they lost. Um, but in that scenario... You and I, if they beat NDSU, they're probably in. And if they lose, they're out. They've got Youngstown State and UND as good wins. If they beat NDSU, they'd be another good win. Um, however, they've got that bad loss to Weber on there and this yeah. most recent bad loss to Missouri State. Um, mm-hmm. And so do you agree that if they beat NDSU, they're in? I think they're in. I think if you're a Youngstown fan specifically – um, and you want to make sure that Youngstown State gets in. You are a big Illinois State fan this weekend and a big NDSU fan this weekend because if UND and you and I are knocked out and, and lose this next weekend, they're both out, and I think Youngstown's in for sure. <clears throat> right. So NDSU wins, they're in. You and I wins, they might both be in. So if you and I wins, we're looking at five in for sure, we think. Maybe six with YSU in the bubble. But like you said, mm-hmm. if you and I wins, they might be taking Youngstown State's potential spot. So probably looking at five so far. And then lastly, we've got a big game between UND and Illinois State. Uh, or no, sorry. UND plays Youngstown State, right? No, who do they play? Is UND, UND, Illinois State. State? Okay, yeah, I was right the first time. Um, I just had it written down, written down wrong here. So UND wins and they're in. They lose and they're out, in my opinion. Um, they've got that win against NDSU, but outside of that, they really don't have a good win. But they also don't really have any bad losses. Um, whereas Illinois State, they beat UND. I don't think that they're in. I don't, they really don't have, UND would be their best win. Um, and they've got a bad loss to Eastern Illinois on there. Um, so if Illinois State wins, uh, I don't, I don't think they're in, and they would knock UND out, and that would, like you said, potentially open up a spot for Youngstown State. Um, so, yeah, uh, I think we're we're looking at uh, four for sure, possibly five. After looking at it, probably a maximum of six. Um, seven's a very, very outside shot. But the scenario for seven would be that SDSU, USD, SIU, Youngstown State, UNI, NDSU, and UND all get in. That would be the seven. I hate um, it. it. It's very unlikely. Uh, I, 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 don't, I, I wouldn't like it. I think it would be an overkill. 
And honestly, unless you're one of those really fringe teams, you should not want that. Do you want a playoff bracket where half of these slots are on this side? Half of these slots are Valley teams. <laughs> right. Is that what you want? That's what you want to go back through the conference season again? I don't. That's stupid. Uh, it's, and I get I get the argument that it's the best 24 teams. No, it's not. It's not. There wouldn't be auto bids for conferences if that was the case. And if you've got a problem with auto bids, and we've talked about it before, you've got a problem with auto bids to the big dance as well. That's an NCAA rule across all sports. That's why you get the bid to the NCAA tournament. So maybe leave that alone. Um, but I don't I don't want that personally. It's, it's supposed to be a national tournament. Um, the cream yeah, will rise to the top regardless. And you know what? If you're that fringe of a team, and I know it sucks if you're Youngstown State, this would be two years in a row if you're left home. That would suck so bad to get left out at seven wins again. But you got to win some big games. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we realized had- that how many years ago where we got to the point where it was like, all right, that's enough complaining about not getting a seat or whatever. Let's win the extra games we need to to get this done. And that feel, felt like when the big turn in the program made, was made. Yeah, I mean, they've got that three-point loss to USD and three-point loss to UNI. You win one yeah. of those, and you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, this weekend doesn't matter. Right. I mean, it does because you still got to win. But, it does, but yeah. Uh, right, right, yeah. right. So, yeah, I, I mean, it, they just had too many too many tight games this year, and we're on the wrong side of too many of them. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, that's – do you have any more playoff scenarios? I mean, God, there's about? gobs of them. Um, Sam Herder's got – I mean, got... outside the I'm, – I'm talking inside the Valley. No, I think you listed every team that could uh, – has a shot at it and is going to have a shot at seven wins. I have a feeling that at least two of those teams are going to lose next weekend and cost themselves a chance at the playoff because it just always happens that way. Um, there's always chaos. I mean, across the country, if you are – when you get home from the Jacks game, I think they're mostly early games, so we're going to miss a lot of them. But if you can catch a bunch of these games, because there's going to be a lot of them that they'll decide stuff for the playoffs, and it'll be a full fun day. If you live out of state, can't make the game, ESPN Plus, your remote should be on fire because there's going to be so many games that matter, which is so great compared to the stupid FBS setup where there's six teams-ish that matter anymore, right, for the playoff. Yeah. You you talked about um, teams that could lose this weekend and knock themselves out of playoff potential. Uh, Southern Illinois, I think, is one that is on watch because, like you said, Indiana State has shown that they can be feisty. They can put up a good game. Um, they are without I'll, their quarterback, though, right? Indiana State? Yeah. I'm not sure. I couldn't Boy, I tell remember. you. I haven't been following them close enough. Um, but how, how far of a fall would that be for Southern Illinois from the week that they were playing us? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they were in... Are they in the top five at that point? Um, yep. I think they were fourth or fifth seeded or ranked. Um, they only lose to us by seven, but then they go on to beat West Illinois and then lose to USD by seven and then lose to NDSU by a bunch. Um, to fall all the way out uh, with a loss to Indiana State would be very rough for Southern Illinois. 
Um, and Stone Lebanowitz would weep. I mean, uh, they had a meltdown last year, too. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't know what their deal is with that. They're worse than you and I with falling apart. Right. Yeah, the Revs said the same thing. It'd be similar to what they did last year. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've talked about how we think Nick Hill's a good coach, but maybe this is why he hasn't moved up yet. Right. <laughs> um, so now that we're not talking about that, let's talk about this Missouri State game a little bit. Oh, right. Yeah, we got to do that. Yeah. I was yeah, like, man, we barely made it to an hour. We like buttoned her up right on time. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, you did not. <laughs> so Missouri State coming into town for senior day, like we said, get the tickets, uh, all caps, bleacher album 23. Go to the ticket website, put the promo code in, and you'll be able to find the tickets there um, for the game this Saturday against Missouri State. And it's a team, a Missouri State team that, just beat you and I, who had been playing well. They beat them 35-16. Um, the previous week, they only lost Illinois State by one. Before that, they lost Youngstown State by 16. Um, they did lose to NDSU by 28. They lost Southern Illinois by 13. So they've kind of been all over the board this year. Um, they only beat Murray State by four. Um, so... It's hard to tell where you're going to get from this Missouri State team. They've been up and down. Um, but I think just based on last week's result, I mean, they were out of playoff contention last week, and they still had some fight in them. Um, and so, you know, I, I don't think this is a team that we can overlook. Um, having said that, it's a team that we should be able to handle fairly easily. And it's a game where I really, really hope that we can – get some guys out early uh, because I don't even want to mention it, but we haven't had a whole lot of issues with injuries this year. And you mentioned we, we don't need to have that. Um, why, why are you the way you are in a game that doesn't necessarily matter? Because like we said, we could probably lose it and still get a top two seed. Um, but anyway, everyone blame Ben. If something <laughs> happens, this is so yep. his fault. Oh my God. I'm just saying. We don't uh, talk about Bruno, Ben. <laughs> God, you uh, don't talk about a no-hitter until the game's over. What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> Jim Poppin yeah. says Angel will have a day. Um, I could see that happening. Uh, I think the guys last night talked about how Amar didn't get too many carries, and he might be banged up. I'm not, I don't know how sure we are on that. Um, Nobody does. And so if he is banged up, I can see Angel getting a lot of carries because I'm sure we're going to want to limit – Isaiah's carries. Uh, Randy Jacobs says they give up over 400 yards per game. Yeah, uh, they they've given up a lot of points this year. I don't know what their average is offhand, but uh, if you look at their games, there's some pretty high point totals there. Um, so I don't know that we'll have problems uh, um, scoring on them. Seth Meyer says we've had injuries. We're just so deep it's hard to notice sometimes. You're not wrong there. Um, injuries on this team are definitely not as big as um, as for some. Uh, Ron Lowney says rest the starters. No, we're not going to do that. Uh, we already have – we know we're going to have a bye the following week. Uh, we don't need our starters sitting for two games and um, getting rusty. Uh, you see it uh, – NFL teams do that uh, where, like, they know that their last, last game of the year – 
in the regular season doesn't matter. They'll sit starters and then they might even have a bye, and then they come out all rusty uh, that we've seen it a lot. And so I don't want us to do that. And I don't see Jimmy doing that, honestly. Yeah. But. I don't see this team uh, having a down game per se. I, I, I just don't see it happening with this. Uh, not with this team, not at the end of the year. They want sole possession of the conference title. They want to ensure that number one seed. There's a lot of dudes who this is senior day for. Um, I think they're going to come out guns blazing. I will say um, this is where Deb might get irritated with me. Um, but, <laughs> uh, Mark, one of his greatest attributes is when it's a big game, he plays a big game. Right. Mm -hmm. um, Mark plays such a big game when it's a big game and he's so clutch and that's what makes Mark Mark. And it's awesome on the other side of that coin. And I'm not saying he plays poorly, but he is not on that same level sometimes when the opponent or the game is not, is not a huge game. He'll be a little off on his passes. Deep throws are a little deep um, things like that. Uh, I'm not saying that he's going to, you know, throw six interceptions and be terrible and throw for 40 yards. I'm just saying I don't think we'll win. We might not win by as much, um, or we're going to get a huge amount of yards on the ground. Might start a little slow in the passing game, I think. Um, just something that I've noticed over the last couple of years, and that's. And I'm not saying he plays bad those games or anything like that. I'm just saying it's not quite as sharp. Um, and we've made that comment to each other in the stands before. I know we have where it's like, oh, not quite. He's not locked in yet. Not locked in yet. And, you know, I can see that happen in the first quarter. Something like that where we're not quite locked in or not necessarily. Yeah, we're, we're not quite locked in, but I think this team's going to take care of business on this game. Um, yes, the defense will have to play and they're not going to be able to just roll their helmets out on the field to win. That's absolutely not. No, I think it's a great thing that Missouri State beat Illinois or UNI last week. That's a good uh, warning sign to our team to take these guys serious. So that's just uh, my two cents on that game. Yeah, like like Chris Howard says here, we ain't sharing. Um, if if USD would win and we would lose, technically we would be sharing the conference championship. Uh, we would have the head to head over them, obviously. So we would win it, but. Um, I mean, we've we've had that with NDC before, and we've we've damn sure claimed that shared conference championship. So, right, um, I'm sure this team right. does not want to do that. Um, and they've just been so locked in all year; it's hard to believe that they're going to come out and not be. Yeah, and that's a. I mean, that's huge. Kudos to Jimmy; he's had him focused. Um, that's why I think he should win Coach of the Year, even with the team that he's had. I think that. It's it's not easy to come in as a first year coach and do what he do what he's done. Uh, keep, I mean, you're you're number one. You're, you're getting everybody's best shot. Um, I don't know, uh, you know, after NDSU's coaches have left and their their coaches have picked up. I don't know if they've won coach of the year or not, but um, I don't know. He, he's got my vote. Uh, he's he's kept them focused all year, um, and I, I don't see that stopping anytime soon. Hey, remember that mantra that we heard all off season and early season is how's SDSU going to do with the target on their back as number one? Mm -hmm. How are they going to do handling that? Um, 
haven't heard that for a while. What's uh, <laughs> where'd that go? What right. what happened? It, it's all all loud up in here. Now it's quiet as a mother loving church. I stopped myself. I almost Samuel L. Jackson. Um, <laughs> uh, um, they, uh, yeah, I mean, dude, they've done so good at handling the expectations and the best shot from everybody so well. I mean, your closest game was the Montana State game, obviously. Um, and my opinion as an SDSU fan came out flat in the first half and then got it together second half. And then your next closest game is what? The Southern Illinois game that looked close but wasn't? Oh, people said it, Kevin. There was a lot. That was a that um, <clears throat> Sam Herder said it on his podcast. How are they going to handle the expectations? That's the real question. That's, to be fair, they're saying that's the only real question about them. Um, right. Our good friend Fat, Matt Frazee, how are they going to handle expectations being the number one seed set up at Fargo Media, SDSU? Are they going to be able to handle being the number one team now? Because NDSU showed they can do it, but can this SDSU team do it? I don't know. Um, it was not – this is not a made-up narrative. That was something that was absolutely said uh, beforehand. I don't know. I might have. I don't. I don't remember exactly if I heard it, but I don't think I heard it on your show. But I might have. <laughs> but I might have. Uh, I'm not going to go was, back and check. It was fair at the time when yeah, we started. It wasn't a. Yeah. It wasn't like an unfair thing to ask or anything. I just like thumbing my nose at it now that they've absolutely taken care of business. And Joe Christensen makes a good point. Now it's they have so many six-year seniors. They have 10. So in theory, in theory, with COVID, we could lose 10 players from this team. That's not a lot of guys. No, it's not. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, the cupboard won't be bare, that's for sure. But um, still got plenty of this year left. Um, yeah, Brian talks here about committee stacking the side of the bracket that we're on. Uh, the other yep. side, getting a cakewalk to Frisco. It's possible. Uh, it's possible yeah. that um, USD has to hope to God they get the three seed uh, because if USD if, gets the three seed, that is if they get to be on that side of the bracket, that is right. such a gift for them. Hundred percent. It would be interesting to calculate the, the the overall average strength of schedule on the left versus the right in that potential bracket. <laughs> see, where that, see where that ends up. I don't know if you're on Twitter today. Kevin and I just argued about that for like I, I, I had some time to burn. We had an argument. It was a lot of fun. No. I I love arguing with Kevin because you know he's he's like us old old forum posters and you know he follows the golden rule. If you're gonna talk smack, you better be smiling while you bring it. So yeah. that was a lot of fun going back and forth with him today a little bit on <laughs> strength of schedule. Uh, before we go too far, thank you to Culver's of Brooking Watertown uh, for sponsoring us. Um, go get your Curder Burger. I'm pretty sure they still have that. Go burgle some curds. Uh, get your get your rings. Get your butter burgers. Um, thank you to Culver's of Brookings in Watertown. Also, thank you to Cubbies. We went past that. I I may have purposely not mentioned it because. I thought Rev I, said I, something I, about us skipping a sponsor, so just out of spite, I didn't. <laughs> Actually, do it. I think we did. Mention I say, but I we, thought we mentioned Kubota beforehand, but we didn't mention um, Cubbies when we were going over the. I bracket. thought they sponsor our pick segment, which is on Wednesday night. They do, but they sponsor on here as well. They do. Okay. Yes. Yes. All right. Absolutely. Well, yeah. I'll talk about Cubbies 
all the time because Cubbies is the best spot to go in Brookings. Um, I'm looking forward to going there the next time in Brookings uh, and getting some of their good food. They actually posted a – they keep posting these amazing food items that they have. It was like a turkey stuffing ciabatta sandwich or something. Um, so go get that from Cubbies. Uh, yes, thank you to Cubbies. Last but not least, thank you to Jacobit Central, the number one spot for Jacobit Apparel. Um, there will be another opportunity for Touchdown Tuesday after the game this weekend. And if it goes the way that we think it will, you'll be able to get potentially 25% off next Tuesday. Um, and it if you have Jacobit Club, it can stack on top. So um, thank you to Jacobit Central. Go check out their, their stuff. It's always good. Yes, absolutely. Uh, what is Kevin saying about nine teams? Uh, he's talking about how there's nine teams in the SoCon, so it makes it a tougher strength of schedule, which I assume also transfers to the Patriot League, Kevin, because they play everybody as well, which obviously makes them a superior opponent. And, in fact, they have less than nine teams, so it must, must be even more difficult because they play <laughs> each other even more. Um, and on that note, also the Pioneer League uh, – one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. No, nope. Pioneer League team has too many. But on that note, so is um, the NEC. So, um, <laughs> you know, they're obviously just as strong as the South because they only have nine or ten teams. I got a question. If we played Western Illinois, would we be a better team then? Yes. Okay, uh, according to mm-hmm. according to the SoCon Homer uh bias sheet if we would have played western illinois instead of having to play usd or NSU yeah i mean or can you this guy doesn't even think brisket's barbecue you can can't you, take anything serious can you imagine how difficult our conference would be if ndsu usd and und were all not in it it would be so hard God, if we tough. if we had instead we had to play western illinois murray state and indiana state what a dogfight every year for the it would be so hard. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> We're just punching at him when he can't <laughs> respond. <laughs> oh, he can respond. He, he's fuming. He's like, "You mother." <laughs> Sorry, Kevin. We love you. We love you. Yeah. We just gotta... Speaking of Kevin, hey, they had the expose on the uh, F- Efton. Uh, oh, now I can't remember. Is Efton Chisholm. Chisholm is that his last name? The quarterback for yes, Ewell. yeah, and they raised a bunch of money in the Alex's lemonade stand for him, so now he's catching up to Brian Williams. And so, I would ask that our people that feel so inclined to donate towards you know kids fighting against kids' cancer go check out FCS fans, FCS Nation Radio, um, and go up to the right hand corner in their website and click on the Alex lemonade stand. Donate to Brian Williams. I know we got three guys on there, but he's our lead guy, so we're going to push our, our main horse and uh, give a couple bucks if you feel so inclined and help our guy win. Uh, yes. Jim says Chisholm now has 1280, and Brian Williams has 1781. So let's keep that going. Um, Austin asks here, we've spent a lot of time talking about the Fans Nation bracket. He's wondering what their past track record is on picking this thing. I guess I won't read the rest of that. Um, even even so, somewhat close. Sorry. Anyways. 
I will say I think their seeds are close. Um, part of the problem, and I love those guys. I love that show. Um, I really love their bracket special. It's <clears> not necessarily super close, and it's really hard to get super close because you have to pick games that haven't happened yet. Um, there's not really any time on Sunday after the games have happened for them to do that show. Um, so, especially when those guys are going to their team's games, things like that. I would love it if they just stayed up until like 2 a.m. Saturday night and did it. But I know a guy who's <laughs> who would, who would going to be on a podcast that way. Who would be on a podcast at 2 in the morning? <laughs> the, the bigger question is who are the animals watching us at 2 a.m.? You guys yeah, are sickos. I love it. You guys are why we do this. I love you guys who do that. You guys are studs. I mean, I love SDSU football, and I'm not watching that at 2 a.m. <laughs> not at 2 a.m. I might watch it the next day. I... Hey, man, it's fun. It's just too late for my old ass. Yeah, yeah. Garrett, Garrett Meyer says he's he's ready to go for a bracket show that night. Oh, we got to bring out Zach McKinnell for, yeah. for that broadcast. That would be yeah, sick. Yeah, that would be great. That would be sick. The Zach, have your people Saturday night. Cont- one? My my people will contact your people with Borg, and then we'll. But when's he gonna talk? Playoff special. How fun would that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Borg does no, like to talk a little bit. It, it would. Yeah, that would be a blast having having Zach on. Um, and even if you that. could get, uh, what's his name? Is it Grooms from the Fans Nation? Grooms, uh, Grooms, uh, oh, Jason Grooms, yeah, because yeah, he, he's a huge bracket guy, and I'm sure he'll be up late updating his bracket. So, um, you should get him on too, and you can do a little, your own little late night bracket show. That would be fun. I bet that'd be super popular. People wake up in the morning to watch it. Here we are, just mm-hmm. not actually doing our show anymore. We're planning other shows with the audience. <laughs> That's what makes the B team like special. We're more fan based because we get input yeah, we're bringing in. Speaking of fan based, if you want, if you've made it this far, and oh god, what? Oh god, what? I don't love the suggestions about what should be done to me there. And speaking of Kevin Marshall, what are you, what are you talking about? Shut up! It's not important. What? I don't love the suggestions people had for me and AI. Oh well, they can suggest whatever they want as long as they're creating it themselves. What I was looking for is fan created ai artwork um in the categories that we yeah. have that we give on scare money don't make money which is title slides previous opponent upcoming opponent and any ji guys or fcs uh media guys um so if you do want to be featured on that show uh send them to me through a message on facebook or on twitter um yeah and we'll we'll shout you out on the show. Alex, you are unhinged for wanting to do a 10-person um mock playoff committee and ha- oh, I would I couldn't do that. <laughs> I can't do it. It's lose my mind. Well, and it would Too take people trying it would talk. take so long. Like it would Oh, it would be like a 6-hour show. Well, yeah, if that's you what you did mean. It, like, it would go from does? It would go from midnight until the selection when the selection happened. You <laughs> finish like, your bracket. You just write right as the bracket show starts. Yeah. 
anyway, uh, uh, what happened to the wives show? Uh, maybe, uh, maybe uh, a bye week. Maybe, maybe we'll work on that during the bye week or the off season. I don't know. You gotta talk to the wives about that. Right? Uh, another mom. I agree. We need to try to get another mom on for the mothers I'd like to hear from segment. Um, we're working on it. Uh, Zach's looking for a 10 person mock committee from Saturday night alone to Sunday at two. Uh, he'll buy some energy drinks. Uh, I like it. I love the commitment. People um, think I'm squirrely now. Have me do an all nighter. Yeah, that's kind of funny in this case. <laughs> Alex just wants to be on the committee. Um, he just wants to be able to sit the, the chair. <laughs> all right. Well, we've got an hour and 20. We will see you guys on Wednesday night. As Jim says, as we always say, go big, go blue, go, go Jacks. Jacks. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. We would also like to once again thank our sponsors, the Kubota Dealers of South Dakota, Culver's of Brookings and Watertown, Jackrabbit Central, and Colby Sports Bar and Grill. And as always, go Jacks.